why it's important to remove yourself from certain triggers while recovering from the pain of infidelity. So oftentimes after you've been cheated on, there's a lot to process. There's a lot to work through. Insecurities that you've had about yourself for a long time pop up. You're trying to rethink about your past, your present, and your future because the past has just now been revealed. What you believed it to be was a lie. The present, what you're going to do day to day has suddenly changed and you are often not sure what the future is going to look like when you thought that you knew or you thought you had at least a general idea. So there is a lot going on. And so the more that you can limit the amount of things that are going to bring it all back up again in a sharp pain type of way, which is what triggers do, the better. And so initially, some ideas are things like, you know, the cars that you're driving. If you can trade, if there's a certain car where you know something took place in it that is contrary to the vows you made to each other, like trading that car in for another one could be helpful. Um, the house that you're in, you probably won't be able to just have the amount of wealth to just afford switching houses or changing apartments like that. But rearranging it or redecorating it can be healthy to kind of remove, especially if there's a specific picture on the wall or like um, the TV screen or whatever it may be. Like things that you can change and adjust or move around to make your house where you live less of a trigger is super helpful. Um, people. So if there was someone that used to hang around a lot that even if they're not the affair partner, but they were complicit in it, they knew it was going on, they never told you, and they used to be a more part of your life, limiting that can be super helpful. And so I could go on and on with examples, but the principle is pretty clear. If you're going through your life and you recognize that there's something that is triggering you, then you want to try to find a way to limit it upfront. And I say upfront because this is not a healthy approach forever. This is for when you're in the initial stage where everything is overwhelming and there's tons of grief before you've been able to process and actually heal, then that is something you can do to just give yourself more space to breathe. But let's say it's been a year and there's still a bunch of things triggering you. I'm just going to say it, that shouldn't be the case. Like you should have done a lot more healing within that time. And then at that point, triggers become something you can be thankful for because it helps you recognize, oh, there's a part of myself that still hasn't fully healed from this. Let me look within, let me talk with someone, let me journal about this, let me meditate over it, let me see what healing I can do in this specific area. Now when I say a year, you should be better at that point. That's not like a strict, there's a definite cutoff point, but I'm just trying to say if it's been a while and everything is still a trigger to you, that means that you've probably been focusing too much on trying to numb the pain and not enough on trying to heal it. So hopefully that gives some perspective on how you should approach triggers both short-term and long-term.